Welcome to the Lunch Break Hymn Sing, a podcast dedicated to the rediscovery of hymns, both ancient and modern, as well as the authors who penned them. I'm your host, Frank Aiken. Thank you for tuning in, and if you like the content of this podcast, please make sure to follow and subscribe for future episodes. Over the course of the next four weeks, we will be singing hymns suited for the season of Advent. What is Advent? Well, in short, it means coming in Latin. In the liturgical calendar, it is observed four weeks before Christmas Eve, and is a time of anticipation of the coming of our Lord. The season of Christmas lasts from December 25th until January 6th, so don't be so quick to put away those Christmas trees before New Year's Day. Now, during and after the Reformation, the Puritans, in a way of protest against the Catholic Church, sought never to celebrate such holy days as such celebrations were never instituted in the New Testament. In fact, the only day that we are to set aside is the Lord's Day, which in reality is every day. And of course, we really don't know what day Christ was born, whether it be December 25th or July 4th. What is important is that He did come and that He came for a purpose. So let's let Advent be a time that we set aside to remember what Christ came here to do, as well as a time to remember what He will return to accomplish. Personally, I find it a great time in secular society to share the gospel with others, as they are much more open during this time to hearing the good news. Now that I've explained what Advent is to those of you who may not know, let us now turn our attention to today's hymn. It was December 23, 1855, in the city of London, England, at the New Park Street Chapel where Charles Haddon Spurgeon, then only 21 years old, would give a Christmas sermon titled, The Incarnation and Birth of Christ. The sermon was on Micah 5.2. I'll read from the King James, which is a translation Spurgeon used. But thou, Bethlehem Ephrath, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me, that is to be ruler of Israel, whose going forth have been from of old, from everlasting. In this sermon, Spurgeon pulls three questions from the text. The first question that he asks is, who sent Jesus Christ? Will the Father send Jesus to put on our flesh, to camouflage his glory, and to humble himself? He was one with the Father, and he became man. He was made like us in every way, yet without sin. The second question that Spurgeon asks is, where did he come from? We know from the accounts given in the Gospels that he was born in Bethlehem, that city rich in history all throughout the Old Testament would welcome the king of the world. It is in the third question, what did Jesus come for, where Spurgeon provides the answer with the words of a hymn written almost 110 years earlier by Charles Wesley, Come Thou Long Expected Jesus. Let's listen to Spurgeon's words as he answers that question, What did Jesus come for? And as I read this, 
you're going to have to imagine a strong British accent while my southern accent quotes this. Men are born princes, but they are seldom born kings. I do not think you can find an instance in history where an infant was born king. He was a prince of Wales, perhaps, and he had to wait a number of years till his father died, and they manufactured him into a king by putting a crown on his head and a sacred chrism and other silly things, but he was not born a king. I remember no one who was born a king except Jesus, and there is emphatic meaning in that verse that we sing, born thy people to deliver, born a child and yet a king. Until this sermon, little was known of this hymn, written by Wesley in 1744. It was first published as a prayer and then found its way into his hymnal, Hymns for the Nativity of Our Lord. This hymn focuses on Advent and has become a popular one to sing during this time. Now the tune that we sing this hymn to today was probably not the same tune that Spurgeon's church sang. The English church would sing this to the tune written by John Stainer. In our hymnals, we sing to a Welsh tune written by Roland Hugh Pritchard. This tune is also used for Jesus, What a Friend for Sinners, written by J. Wilbur Chapman. Also, depending on what hymnal you are looking at, you may find two verses or four. Wesley's hymn has two verses. In 1978, two more verses were added by InterVarsity Christian Fellowship. This is a great hymn to sing during the season of Advent, where we look back at what the Lord has done for us in sending His Son to deliver us from the grips of our sin. And as we look ahead to what He will do at the final consummation, where all the wrong will be made right and sin and death will be no more. Come, thou long-expected Jesus. sins 
We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Lunch Break Hymn Sing. I'm Frank Aiken, and as always, thanks again for tuning in. We look forward to seeing you on our next episode. Enjoy your lunch break.